on today's show, we're going to catch up on all the Disney news that we've missed during all these trips we've been taking. That's coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everybody, to episode 263 of Traveling with the Mouse. I'm your host this week. I am Adam, and I'm joined by John. Parsley. Parsnips. Parley? Parley! That's the one. Parley. <laughs> Parley means speak, so I guess it kind of works, right? Anyway. Is that what we're doing? Parleying yes. each other? We are parleying. I wish to speak with the captain. So I am speaking with the captain of this show. Yes, right? I guess. I'm steering the ship. I don't think anyone else is going to join this episode, but their right. invite is out there if, if they... Uh, <laughs> Open invitation. Yeah. To our other co-hosts, but they uh, have yet to oblige. So, Well, they, they found a another podcast that was paying more money, and they decided to... Uh, Wait, you're getting paid for that part, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I decided to go to that yeah. podcast. So I see. <laughs> Who pays for guests? Who pays for guests? I don't think anyone does. All right, we've missed about a month worth of news at this point, maybe or close to it, somewhere around there, give or take. Three weeks, at least three weeks. Sure. Yeah. So we're gonna go way back in time now. Now we're just gonna comb through some stories and mention any that stand out to us sure discuss them one of the old ones that i we were just talking about before we started was this disneyland paris cast member that got fired for breaking up a proposal in front of the castle there oh yes yes i do remember that now it's been seems like that was so long ago it was a long time ago but the thing i was gonna bring up if we had talked about this three weeks ago was it looked like the guy who was proposing, first of all, he was wearing like all white and like a white t-shirt and white jeans. Like, come on, dude. Anyway, you're going to propose in that? He's but, trying to show his purity. Yeah. Anyway, so it looked like they were standing on like a stage that you weren't supposed to be standing on. And so I think that's why the cast member broke it up, like interrupted. And like he literally grabbed the ring out of the guy's hand and was like, nope, we're not doing this. Nope, nope, nope. But he's the one that got fired, even though I feel like they were not supposed to be standing where they were standing. I could be wrong, but based on what I saw in the video, it looked like they were not supposed to be where they were. So what um, you're saying is he possibly got fired for just doing his job. Basically. That's what I see. But again, this story's so old, I don't remember well, all the details anymore. If that's the case, then I imagine we'll be reporting on a lawsuit uh, sometime in the near future. I mean... The guy got fired because the video went viral and people overwhelmingly were like, oh, that's not cool. Why would you break up a proposal? But anyway. like, because they're proposing where they shouldn't be. I mean, like, if okay, how about this? If someone decided to, I don't know, take their significant other onto the stage of an attraction and then get down on one knee and propose, would you blame the cast member for, for removing them and tell them they're not doing that there? I mean, it's kind of circumstances do matter. Right. Let's get off of the boat at Frozen and now let me propose to you in front of Anna and Elsa. Right. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> Speaking of which, don't people just do some of the craziest stuff, now, stuff nowadays on attractions for, I mean, just why? Like, no respect whatsoever. Yeah. Putting I mean, like hands people, in, in yeah. water or 
getting out of boats to try and grab fruit. Right, yeah, at the land, yeah. Or yeah. Splash Mountain, someone was, like, sticking their feet out of the boat or something. Yeah. I mean, just stupid stuff. I mean, the the average, well, I'm going to say average. There's a lot of park guests that just particularly are getting, like, testing the limits, I think, especially since cast member, or the number of cast members is not where it once was, especially. Yeah. It's very fortunate that the ones that are like at rope drop and stuff are getting the cooperation that they are because they definitely couldn't do anything about it if people decided they wanted to storm. Right. I've seen people smoking cigarettes too, like off to the side if they find a spot. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of been going on for a while, truthfully. But Right. Well, they used they, to have they smoking areas, but now there's nothing in the parks. But They still try to pick their moments. So here's another one that I didn't notice but adventurers outpost is open in animal kingdom the meet and greet looks like it opened a week ago according to say, it, it wasn't open two weeks ago that much i know it says june 19th yeah and there's a lightning lane for it so if you want to meet mickey and mickey mickey and mickey mickey and minnie mickey and mickey <laughs> mickey and mickey disney has successfully done the the character cloning program it is pride month so <laughs> mickey and mickey can be happy pride month everyone you can be. <laughs> if it was Mickey and Mickey, I think that would be taking self-love to the next level. <laughs> well, it could be Mickey and then a guy named Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. I don't, know. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> what else? What's another one? Darth Vader or Star Wars Launch Bay is going to open uh, July 17th. So you can meet Darth Vader again. Yeah, all this stuff has started. Well, you say that's starting or has started after I've been there, of course, kind of like usual. So. I know for a fact the Adventurer's Outpost was closed while we were there because that's where we ate our uh, ice cream or whatever over there in that area. And we actually had someone come up because they saw us sitting on the wall there and actually had someone come up and was like, Are they, is that about to open or anything? I was like, um, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's not, especially since the thing is covered up and yeah, <laughs> there's no lights on in the building. <laughs> they were coming out. I was like, yeah, Doors I'm pretty locked. sure. Lights are on. Yeah. It's covered. I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're not showing today speaking of meet and greets Minnie mouse is going to be at town square theater as well joining mickey but does that mean they'll be together or that means you can do either or well in my mind when i hear the words joining mickey it sounds like they'll be together together yeah that would be cool so it sounds like it'll be the same like adventures outpost again (laughs) the real shocker would be if it said talking mickey returns Mm, yeah that won't happen that was a cool one though I, I yeah. do miss that one. But in the name of consistency, right? This this no longer. No. Yeah. That wasn't it. Well, it was in the like people tried to trip him up and then they would try to put it make it go viral. Right. Because it wasn't perfect. You know, one thing I didn't mention in my trip report since you're talking about character yeah. interaction. You know that um what's the name of that robot that's uh, roaming over in the Guardians area? We actually interacted with him. When we went to oh, Guardians. I never actually have seen it, so yeah. that's cool. I didn't. If, unfortunately, I didn't capture the interaction on video. I didn't have it out at the time. Uh, it was just Maddie and I, and we wheeled over there, and uh, he just happened to be walking our way at the time, and he interacted and talked with Maddie, of course, and we gave fist bumps. Huh. So it was pretty neat. Very cool. Another story that I had sent you guys, the Indiana Jones movie prop merch, essentially. That's going to be available at Disney World, Disneyland, and Shop Disney. Namely, the Grail Cup, Cup of a Carpenter. Oh, yeah. An indie jacket, which doesn't look that great to me. But the Idol from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the beginning. 
the crystal skull, the and a Sankara stone from Temple of Doom. That looks awesome. Why they glow like that? Any guesses as to how much the stuff is? Though I looked at the prices now, the prices are out because like a hundred dollars for what? I don't know the jacket. <laughs> Actually, the jacket, jacket is probably, actually four hundred dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say I figured it would be more than that. It's a leather jacket. Hundred dollars for the Sankara stone. The Sankara stone is eighty dollars, but it does glow, so that's cool. How much do you think the idol is? Give me the idol. Give me the whip. Uh, it's pretty costly for Sapito. Yes, very costly for him. <laughs> two hundred dollars. Hundred and thirty. Oh, okay. I'm assuming you can get an AP discount in the parks, though. So, not sure. too bad. The crystal skull is two hundred and fifty dollars. Who in the world would ever buy that? I'm sure somebody is. Ugh. The uh, Holy Grail is forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> okay, so the cup of a carpenter, literally, like they uh, yeah. they even priced it like one, <laughs> right? Compared to the other items, <laughs> right? So it turns out that is the price of immortality, forty nine ninety five. Anyway. But I totally want the uh, the Grail and the Sankara Stone because they look so awesome. But well, I'll I'll get you the idol if you give me the whip. Yeah, sure. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you want me to give you the whip? I'll throw you the idol if you throw me the whip. Oh, okay. And then I'll say adios. Adios, and you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> but we were talking earlier about characters. Maribel is joining the cavalcades at Magic Kingdom. What about Mirabelle? We're trying to catch up on a lot of news here, so. <laughs> well, speaking of big, the big blue and beyond apparently has been a a big flop. <laughs> it seems like they've actually started cutting shows out, canceled shows. Oh, that's the new show. Yeah, the yeah. new version of that state show. They Yikes. have actually had to cancel some of the shows because of lack of audience. Yeah, okay, well. Like some of the sh- some of the show times. Maybe people don't want to watch shows anymore. Well, I mean, there's some that people still show up for, but this one's been gone for so long. I don't really think that they've like sufficiently advertised that it's back. Maybe, or maybe they just got to where they got used to not going to it, or they're doing other things. I don't know. Hmm. It has not been popular thus far, and there's been plenty of people there. So who knows what the problem is? I've not watched. The, the new show i mean just from looking at the pictures it looks like it's in the same spirit as the previous show so i don't know what's different yeah i'm not a f- i was not a fan i i thought that was a waste of time when i did it years ago so maybe our influence is just the reason for the show maybe your influence is the reason why people aren't going well speaking of shows i would go back to the hoopty do is back yay which i'm happy about I've seen several people post videos of it, but I haven't watched all of it. So would you do the hoopty do again? I would. They did something a little different with the food, if I'm not mistaken. Have you seen that? I saw some pictures of the food, but it was still ribs, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I, kept, I, I saw some comments. I can't find them right this minute, but I still, that's one of those things I'll have to reserve judgment for... If and when I do it again, that's the thing. I don't know when it would be I would do it again. I might have a... Uh, it might, might be a minute before I get the opportunity. We'll see, though. It's still one of the best, to me, values of overall because of you get the entertainment, you get mm-hmm. the food, you get unlimited drinks, including alcohol, tips, like gratuities already included in the price you pay at the beginning. 
That just blows my mind that they include alcohol in the bottomless. That's just I, yeah. That like where's where's that ever happen? It never yeah. happens, especially on Disney property. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. So anyway. Actually, I take that back. Disney, as an example, we've seen with James talking about. Remember, in just the episode we had last week, I guess at this point or the last episode, talking about what he paid for a lunch at SeaWorld. Yeah, that's true. Disney's food prices thus far, now I can't say that it won't change, has it really gone up marginally in comparison, maybe? the One thing I did see is like their sides seem to have gone up significantly if you're just buying sides. I saw somewhere where they said like it was something like it's something ridiculous, like a 50% increase or something like that on sides. So, but I haven't normally just bought just a side usually, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I go to, so that might be why I haven't noticed the overall price shock. Yeah, I agree, though. the like, When you think about some other places, you go to other places, you're like, oh, wow, this is really pricey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think, well, Disney's, some things aren't that bad. <laughs> and the food is actually pretty good in most cases right. at Disney. Yeah, the food prices in comparison to what you get on a regular basis is not that much of a markup. It's not as big of a difference as you used to would see, at least not currently. The gap may widen as time goes on but at this moment <laughs> it's not so bad depending on you know supply chain and how much it's costing them and all that good stuff yeah but even if you think about it, table service the markup is only what on average 20 to 30 dollars more than the average like restaurant you would go to that's on yeah. average with the, with the exception of a couple of places right. like the the really high high dollar ones is different but i'm talking about the average table service i think yeah i would say it's it's not astronomically higher right Unless, of course, you're doing, what is it, price included or all-you-can-eat family style, all that stuff. Your biggest problem there is you're paying 30 bucks per kid, no matter what their age. Yeah. Have I said that before? I think I've complained about that a time or two. Maybe. Anyway. But anyway, Hoopty-Doo's back. I've only heard very minor changes, not anything major to the show itself, so I haven't watched it yet. But Yeah, I would find it hard to believe they would need to change anything major outside of when they changed the copyrighted stuff here a few years back. Right. I think some people were wondering if, if there would be major overhaul to the show since it had been closed for a couple of years. But I would doubt they would have time to do anything to it, truthfully. They would have to rehearse and all that good stuff. I don't think that's been a... Um, right. Why change it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it either. So. Right. Well, I know some of the recent news was because of it being mid-year exactly, Disney released some stuff about Christmas... One of the one, and I'm going all over the place, by the way, with the news, but whatever. It doesn't matter. One topic to the next. Yeah. Cosmic Rewind getting the Christmas song overlay. Oh, yeah. That sounds pretty cool. They didn't mention the songs, did they? I didn't see Not anything yet. specific. Yeah. Just that I it would happen. I'm guessing like Wham! Last <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what would be. You're thinking of 80s type songs that they would put Yeah. What would, be, what would be. What was another, what was another big 80s Christmas song? Uh, I don't know, the California Raisins, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, of ones that happened in the 80s? <laughs> right. I'm trying to put myself back in that time frame. For some reason, the next one that comes to my mind is that <laughs> collaboration, Do They Know It's Christmas? I don't know why that came to mind, but I don't know if that would work in the ride. What about, um, I mean, I know this is technically like late 70s, but what about McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time? <laughs> That's kind of funny, yeah. you know. It could work. Well, some of the songs that they used were in the seventies, right? I mean, Disco Inferno was in the seventies. Oh, okay, right. So is okay. so so September. So, all right. So maybe a wonderful Christmas time. 
I don't know if it's upbeat enough, but heck, if they're going to do that, they could just go ahead and do rocking around the Christmas tree. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? I, they could probably do stuff like that, actually, wouldn't they? Maybe I'm thinking what Beach Boys or something too, like the run that run. Santa Claus song. Yeah, I don't think that would really go very well with it, but I mean, yeah, Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> playing that while you're riding through the ride eh, I don't think that quite has a flow to it it'll be interesting to see what those are I'm curious because I'm like I think it's cool but I'm like is it going to be cool I, I personally know. I still think my idea of the classic energy music overlay would be perfect Yeah. if they decide to do that for one track maybe like a special track we're going back Yeah. into the 80's Epcot <laughs> we're going back to Feel the flow. Here we go. No. <laughs> um, Top of the World Lounge is going to be a villain's lair, which I think our uh, <laughs> our joke on social media didn't land with people who don't know. Do- <laughs> or people just didn't Dr. see it. Yeah. They didn't notice, folks, that that lounge looked an awful lot like Dr. Evil's, Dr. Evil's Starbucks lair. From, from Spy Who Shagged Me. Right. <laughs> Come on. There was definitely a resemblance there. I mean, honestly, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that picture of the windows. I was like, that looks like an evil lair that I remembered from my childhood. But yeah, most people, maybe people aren't familiar anymore. <laughs> uh, it's been 23 years this summer since The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't see much of a villain's theme to you, though, in there. Not in what they've shown, no, but in the I'm pictures, sure it'll be something. Like, where's the villain theme here? Okay. I, don't I just kind of rolled my eyes when I saw that. I'm like, yep, why not? It's the Chapek era. I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. It needs to be themed to something. IP. I mean, it can't just be in a bar. <laughs> it can't just be a lounge. There has to be something special specifically named to it. Hmm. So, what is this rumor about the fuzzy tauntaun going away or changing? Is it because did too many people complain about it? What would be the complaint? That your mouth goes numb. Just too fuzzy? They tried to warn you, and like I thought it was cool. But is it basically <laughs> like Novocaine <laughs> or something? I was like, I think it's cool that my mouth goes numb. <laughs> no, but it's kind of tingly. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm getting a root canal, but... I'm going to say, so they start playing uh, some music, some easy listening in the background. Hey, kids. You wouldn't happen to have a cup of warm water, would you? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was <laughs> One of the best tweets I remember seeing thing. one time, I forgot it was a while back. It was, God, what's his name? Uh, Richard Marks. Mm-hmm. If you, do you remember him? He made some kind of a comment with a tweet. He said something about um, going to the dentist office just to hear his music or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It's pretty well, funny. It has that vibe, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> right on. Oh, DVC Studios opened for Grand Floridian recently. Big oh, Pine yes. Key Building That's has right. been re-transitioned into DVC Studios. That grand opened this week. I like the, what they did with them, though. They look great. Do they look amazing enough for you to pay... One million dollars. <laughs> I mean, no, but talk. But this is the kind of theming I like, which it is IP theming in some respects because it's Mary Poppins, but it's very subtle. Like 
the uh, chandelier in the room has like these little glass birds, like feed the birds, right? There's some art on the wall that's very subtle, Mary Poppins. So, so if you choose to feed the birds on the lamp, do they uh, do they get fat? They could. They become fat birds. Possible. <laughs> the wallpaper, very subtle. I, I think they did an amazing job with this. It's not over the top. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a whole mural on the wall with Moana on it or something or Incredibles like all over the place. Like this is classy, <laughs> subtle, but Disney. You were already in love with the Grand, so yeah. You know. All right. I knew you were going to go there. Like I defend <laughs> the Grand. I'm the only one that defends the Grand Floridian here. But. You're not the only one. I think James has a desire to stay there. I don't really have much of a desire to stay there. If it wasn't, you know, outrageously expensive, I would stay there way more often. But well, even when the price point was closer to Polly, we always chose Polly still. So, kind of should tell you where my loyalties lie, I guess. Given the goes, choice so. between the two of them, yeah, I'd I would always choose the, Polly. Since we're talking Christmas again, since I just did a Grinch <laughs> reference, basically, <laughs> the prices. And dates for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party are released. And when I saw the prices, I was like, man, really? I knew they were going to use last year's, like, half experience with a jacked up price to say, hey, we're charging more, but you're getting way, you know, the old party back, you know. Because didn't they get the old party back last year, technically? I mean, they had a lot of stuff sort on it last of, year. But it wasn't the Mickey's Very Merry. It was, what do they call it? It was something else. I just, I know, but I remember they had a lot more reduced. offerings in comparison to last year's Halloween. Halloween. Right. Yeah. But this year's like back to the full swing of it. But the cheapest one for an adult is one, two, th- three dates, no, four dates in November are 149 per adult, 139 for kids. That's the cheapest one. That used to be like the closest to Christmas price. <laughs> I think last year though they charged two fifty, wasn't it for? It was oh, it was over two, and now they're just under two. Yeah, so one ninety nine. The high end went down. Yeah, so one ninety nine on the high end, one forty nine on the low end, and that's if you're going pre Thanksgiving. So they really just kind of closed the gap between right <laughs> the, the the prices more or less. They just right. they say like. So we'll raise the low end up a little and bring the high end back a little. Just dial it back a little. Remember the days when you could get in for eighty bucks? Uh, oh, I remember it being less than that. Yeah, I'm just talking three, four years ago. <laughs> like it was like some of the. I mean, the Christmas parties were always a little more than Halloween because there was fewer of them. But come on, I seem to I seem to recall adding a Christmas party for about fifty bucks. Yeah, that's probably right, yeah. I feel like the last one, Christmas party-wise, I did, it was probably like $95 a mm-hmm. ticket. And that was probably 2018? The last time I did a party of any kind was the Halloween one, but then it was just me. Yeah. But then it was just me, So right. and that was Halloween, but I don't remember what it was, how much it was at that point in time. It was 2019. The time that I went and everybody went was the Christmas party, and that was 2017. That was pre-cruise. We went to the Very Merry Christmas party. Gosh, I don't remember what the price was then. I mean, obviously, it was higher than I what mean, I just mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. But 
The lowest price though was like fifty dollars more than. <laughs> it was still sub a hundred. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Even then. Most. I, I. Again, maybe I'm. My memory might be fuzzy, tauntaun here, but that was a call. You might have. You might have had a fuzzy tauntaun, and that's why you <laughs> my brain may have had a fuzzy tauntaun, but. I don't remember the most... I feel like the most expensive one was less than the cheapest one here today, back in, like, 2019. Perhaps. But, anyway. So, this is, like, still crazy expensive for a four-hour or five-hour party. I mean, five-hour party. For a three-hour tour? Three-hour tour. So, seven... You can get in at seven to midnight, but you can get in at four... So four to midnight on the party nights, just like the olden times. It says annual pass holder in DVC can save ten dollars per ticket. Whoop whoop. Well, I'll just be right there. <laughs> yeah. Tickets go on let me, sale. Let me buy now. Already. If you're a hotel guest, you can book June thirtieth, July seventh for all other guests. That's interesting. If you already have a hotel for those dates, maybe is that what they're saying? Mm, possibly. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, and it says select hotels, so it probably means deluxe. <laughs> anyway, so would you do a Christmas party at this price? Mm, honestly, just because I know what they're offering in comparison to what they used to offer, I'm going to say that's going to be a no for me, dog. I don't really think I want to. I don't have a desire to do it right now. Yeah, because nice. most of this other stuff I can kind of get without the party. Yeah. I love the Christmas party. I think it's I my favorite event. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would. I don't have a such a like grand desire to do it. I guess if I had people with me that just badly wanted to do it, I probably still would. But like just looking at it, having done it before, and I'm thinking, just knowing the difference in the price versus what I'm getting. Unless I see that there is some like grand addition that's going to make it feel more worth it i don't i don't see the need to do it personally that's just me um, we're still talking like 600 to 700 dollars for my group to go for a five-hour party man that's just a lot <laughs> well just think you still having an annual pass assuming you still had it renewed at that point in time you wouldn't feel like that would be as bad but just imagine if you had paid say a five-night park yeah. hopper tickets and then you added this as well right or i guess you know some people do if you're buying the day ticket you just buy four and then buy the party tickets as your fifth day and then you just show up at four right which a lot of people do but which is still kind of hard to do because doesn't your clock on your four day start the moment you use them. Yeah, but it has an expiration date that's not exactly four days from that day, I don't think, right? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so, yeah. I, I could be wrong on how it works now. But I know the only other time that I did something like that, I had a certain number of days ticket, but I I actually did the party the first day, so it didn't. It wouldn't have mattered one way or the other. So. I imagine, though, you wouldn't have to get a reservation because your party ticket is your reservation for that day. So, I don't know if I would chance it, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm sure it would. That would stink, though, if you're like, well, you didn't, you didn't reserve your park, so. Gosh. <laughs> Can I go on record and just say that that is the absolute worst idea that they've ever had, and they, pra they praise it as one of the best ideas they ever had? 
I mean, okay, to to, to go on a gripe. Yes, let's do for this. a moment. John's gripe, gripe session. Gripe. Here's the uh, new segment. Let's go. I had I had kind of mentioned to you. I don't think I mentioned it on the show that I'm really on the fence about even renewing the annual pass at all you because. Did yeah. Did I mention on the show? You did. I think so. Okay. But my arguments were: I get there, I'm still having to pay more nickel and diming <laughs> to have a even to well not even to guarantee a good experience to have a possibility of a good experience of not waiting in line. So I have to mm-hmm. buy a not guaranteed potentially good experience versus the I had a I could get a guaranteed good experience for free prior with FastPass Plus. Yeah. So that kind of puts a damper on all that stuff, um, but the discount that I get for rooms is similar to if not the same as what they offer the average person at certain points in times. Yeah. Or for Disney Disney Plus subscribers or something like that, like they've had recently. So it's about the same. Okay. Mm. The dining discounts, just about every place you go that you can get an AP 10% discount, you could also get a Disney Visa discount, which I also happen to have. So really, I get it no matter what, right? I get it with or without the annual pass when it comes to dining. The only real place where I see a significant savings is merchandise. That 20% off of that on that. Yeah. Is it worth it? Right. Is the $5,300, $5,400 worth it, especially when I have to almost get stressed out about the number of times that I go in a year <laughs> as far as whether or not I'm making it worth it, so to speak? Is it really worth that aggravation? I mean... Right. It's getting harder and harder to justify it, especially now that the photo pass has dropped from it. And, you know, yeah, the other that's perks. another thing. You have to add that. Right, another hundred bucks. I have not done. I think you have added yours, though, haven't you? Well, my, so I still haven't renewed into the Incredit Pass or whatever the heck it's called oh. yet because my renewal just happened to be right before they changed all that. Mm-hmm. And so you still have I it? still have PhotoPass until I oh. renew this next time. Oh, cool. Which so that means you could other. probably uh, get my photos for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I, I, I totally can. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went through the other day, by the way. I noticed that the day that we rode Guardians, all of a sudden, like, a photo of you and Aiden showed up. And I'm like, that's weird. Saying that you rode that day that I rode, which was very odd, that which I know weird. couldn't possibly happen. But it just so happens, you know, there's also other photos to review. Yeah. And then when I went and did that, I was able to find the one of Maddie and I. Yeah, um, I've noticed that, that happens so, sometimes. It shows, like, yeah. yours show up as, like, are you sure this is you? Verify this. Yeah. And then there's the, sometimes they're not. So The funny thing, all the review ones I have, like, mine just so happens that they are in there. But there's, like, several, uh, usually, of, like, not me. It's pretty obviously not me. <laughs> that for some reason they show up in there. But I guess they do it to try to make sure that they get everybody they can. They just give you, like, a section. They know what time you went through right. since it didn't exactly pick you up. Right. It took, like, days for the Cosmic Rewind photos to show up on mine the first time. Really? Yeah, it was like I couldn't find them at all. And they're like, oh, well, I guess I didn't get them for whatever reason. And all of a sudden, like three yeah. days later, they showed up. Weird. Did you go look at the review ones and see if they were in there? Yeah, there. no, they weren't in there. Yeah, there was no nice. reviews, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I thought whenever it said that, I thought it kept it kept giving me a notification. I thought, well, I'm looking and I see all the same photos. I don't see any new ones. But then I noticed, oh, there's some that I tap here and it... 
I get to select, go between them and see if these are mine or not. And it asks me if those are mine or not. Yeah. Anyway, to keep things moving along, cool. the Galactic Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. they're actually putting out a, like a survey, I guess is what it was. What was it they were putting up? Like a, or a study. It was almost like a group study, I guess, about why it's not getting as good uh, reviews as they had hoped or why the ends of the spectrum just to give you an example yeah say if i if you just go to google it right like yeah. reviews of the star cruiser just the google reviews the google review summary oh, yeah. this like total opposite ends of the spectrum see it's all or nothing right it's got an average of 3.6 but it's like a bunch of five ones and the next best category is the ones like there's no in between huh. like it's a love hate thing <laughs> And, you know, if you go to the ones, a lot of the complaints, of course, are the price point for the experience, right? Just to give you an example, this is one from like three months ago. It says price is really high. Obviously, rooms are not, it's, well, it says not very small, but I think they mean very small. But the hallway inside the room is too narrow for a regular wheelchair is what they said. They said the food is good, but picky eaters end up with really cheap food. Family could be on different missions. They could put as a uh, potential downside. People complaining about the transport truck, as they put it. Okay. Feeling is it bumpy or something? It's, this is one of those things where it suffers from the problem of people know too much, I think, in that case. They know what it is, so they compare it, though, right? Some people have stupid complaints, like no pool, no spa. <laughs> I mean... No this, galactic pool. A, yeah, it's a different... No back to tanks. They don't, that's these are the people that don't get it. Right? That's what I would I would try and make a very Star Warsy uh, review. Right. There was no back to tank in my room, and I cut myself with my lightsaber, and I needed some healing. I was like, "Look, I have I have Disney Plus, so I expected a back to tank." Yeah, exactly. I've watched enough <laughs> series to know that every room should have a back to tank. Anyway, I wasn't going to go through any more reviews, but basically they're doing a study to find out why it's not doing yeah. as well as they had hoped. And to go along with that, huh. the bookings are obviously not as full, I guess, as they would hoped. Like, so it's, it's kind of hard to gauge that because if they have some availability in the coming months, right, compared to the total sellouts that they had, they could just mean there's one cabin available for all we know. It might just be a couple, you know. I, so it may... They may be doing filling up a lot of them still, but I think they, I think it's not doing as well as they would have liked. Right, I'm sure it is, and I think I saw someone say that there's tons of availability later in the year, like from August to like the end of the year. Right, but then, like I said, once again, somebody pointed out you see that there's plenty of days with availability, but how much availability? Yeah. There could just be one cabin available on each day, for all we know. Right. <laughs> well, know we know I mean? there's only what a hundred. Yeah rooms yeah. so it's not a huge yeah. not a big I would think that we consider one selling a success if they filled up all but one still I think they would still consider that successful if that were the case I kind of doubt it is the case but if Disney invited us on a like media influencer right. tour, do you think you would enjoy it if you didn't have to pay well, of, of course. course because I didn't have right. to pay um, of course we would Right. You would feel like you're getting a great experience because you didn't have to put anything out of pocket. Exactly. So, yeah, the the the, the cost does matter. Yeah. Whether people think it doesn't or not, it does matter to a yeah. degree. 
I mean, there's a certain cost you expect to have going along with Disney, but at the same time, there is still you still gauge the value. Uh, there's there's still there's still a uh, scale <laughs> there. Yeah. But for the next story, Disney makes the 120 minute rule official. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. On no. Disney Genie Plus, yeah. about the two hours. Yeah. It's never in their official stuff. The 120 minute rule, believe it or not. Even though we kind of just right, well, they won't let like for you us. book one and says you have to wait X amount until you can get another one. Right, so they they made it official now that it's 120 minutes or two hours between there. But you know, it just really when I say it was unofficial before, whenever you did it, like if you tried to book one, it says you have to wait until and it gave a time. Now the time was two hours between the last selection. <laughs> But it never, nothing like officially ever said that it was two hours. It was every two hours. Do you see what I'm getting? You yeah, see what yeah. I'm getting at there? Right, right. Disney officially never said anything. The people who like right. watch this out. stuff, study yeah. this stuff, people like us that t- we we talk about it like it's natural, right? Yeah. But the average person going when they're looking at the rules for Genie Plus, they're not going to find it. Yeah. So now they will. Right on. Just make it where you can modify them. Like, come on, just please. <laughs> Preferably in the next, like, 72 hours. But uh. <laughs> Good luck with that one. I'll tell you uh, next week. I will say, like I said, the way it works right now, and I said it on my trip, one of the best ways you can have a good time is to Stack. basically mm. spend your morning not doing fun stuff. Just uh, Stack them up. Well, I guess you could still spend it doing fun stuff because you only p- can pick once every two hours. I guess you could pick once and then go do something for two hours and then just make sure you're keeping up with the time to come do it again. But stacking, yes, yeah. would uh, be the funnest way to do it. So, yeah. And then you got to be able to choose wisely. <laughs> to, to, he chose to wisely. Yeah. Speaking of the grail, that's another callback. Mm-hmm. Minivans are back, and are they officially back back? Right. I as think of, so. As of the, yeah, June, it was the 29th, 29th is so by the, the official is, day. So yeah. Speaking of which, though, what we've seen so far, the prices are pretty close to on par with what they were when we last left off, at least for the they moment. Are. So yeah. yeah. I saw this thing that Blog Mickey uh, posted where they they did an Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, and they looked at the comparison between Lyft, regular Lyft, and minivan mm-hmm. from... Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom, $45, almost $46 for a minivan. And a regular lift would be fourteen ninety five four. So, <laughs> <laughs> so $15 well, or $46. Yeah. Right. Well, what I meant about the Three on times. par, it was on par from what it was in 2019. When right, the minivan price has always <laughs> been like three times more than a regular Uber or Lyft. Right. But. But they also have, I guess, better access, a little bit better access for certain, like, I think at Magic Kingdom, Uber and Lyft have to drop you off at TTC, right? Whereas minivan can drop you at the bus stop. Yeah, there is that. So, so I guess that's, that's what one you're advantage, paying. I guess. But that's why you're paying three times more as to, for that, that distance that between. One the, thing. Yeah, if you happen to be going to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> otherwise. This is between What's the difference? Yeah. yeah. What's the difference in other other right. parks? Well, I remember when we were staying at Coronado, right? One of the reasons why yeah. I drove everywhere else, but when it came to Magic Kingdom, I hauled a I, I, I got a minivan to take us because 
that was just going to be easier, truthfully. Yeah. And I think that day, though, instead of getting one to 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 come pick us up, we actually took the bus back. I actually bragged on the bus transportation this last time. I mean, my experiences, the times I used it were good. So, yeah. You actually said that. Okay. Bus. I know. But, right. Well, because the timing was was good for one thing. They were not. They were not dragging. So. But they weren't like super busy, you know, especially at Coronado with the bus stops. Like, not the ones that I went to. Of course, I went to the one that was the closest one to me. It was actually at the Destino the bus tower. stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because you were near the convention center. Mm-hmm. Made sense. <sighs> anyway, so of course, now the time that I went to the bus stop was later in the day. It wasn't first thing in the morning, so right. it could have something to do with it too. But it all worked out. I mean, I never had to really wait more than. Gosh, five minutes, I think, on a bus when it happened for me. So so our friend BioReconstruct, which we don't really know him, but he's, <laughs> he's everybody's friend. I feel like I do. Yeah. Did some more recent aerial photos of Epcot, and you can see what people call the pit of despair. I thought that was the journey of water. That's what it's supposed to look like. Right. The pit of despair is the journey of water, or will oh, be. Oh, oh. Anyway, basically that whole side is kind of sad looking and will continue to be for quite some time. (laughs) Yeah, it's unfortunate. For another year or so, I'm guessing. I guess because the ocean is straight up kooky dukes. What? You have watched Moana, have you not? Kooky dukes? Yes. You don't remember whenever... Haven't watched it recently. Let's see. She's saying something about the ocean, choosing her, and Maui's saying something about the, was the ocean, though. He's like, the ocean's straight up kooky dukes. He, just, oh. he says that. Well, I know you've watched Moana like 700 times, so. <laughs> I've only watched it like five, so. 100? No. Five. About five. Five. <laughs> you know, I've been seeing a lot of the tweets that Parkeology has been putting out about the classic. Mm-hmm animatronics specifically, but they've done a lot of Epcot in particular and, and, you know, just seeing that and then making the comments on it. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's the nostalgia talking, but Epcot prior to the first original attraction makeover is still my favorite overall version of Epcot. It still is no matter what they've brought, even though some of the attractions they brought along and individually have been good, but as a whole, you know, (laughs) Yeah, I would much prefer the old Epcot, too. I mean, let's see, it was 1994, I think, was when the first overhaul of one of the lands or one of the attractions actually took place. Everything up until that point was built new if it was new, right? Like the Living Seas was built its own. Wonders of Life was built its own. Norway with the Maelstrom was built was built from the ground up. But the first overhaul of an existing attraction was the land, and it was both Kitchen Cabaret and they altered Listen to the Land to be Living with the Land, which i got to be honest, I never fully understood the reason why for that, unless it had something to do with Nestle wanted to change it because Nestle took over as sponsorship instead of Kraft. Yeah, usually that's what it is, sponsor change, make they want to do yep. something. Or updating from Kitchen Cabaret to Food Rocks. Maybe it was, maybe it was the fact that the nutrition information had probably changed between the 82 and 94. I don't know. It's possible. I mean, cause I know they used to always, 
It's funny when I listen back to the Kitchen Cabaret, like the song where she says the describing the five food groups is what it was back oh, when we were right. kids, you know. Yeah. Dairy, bread, cereal, meat, fruit, and vegetables. Like you don't hear that nowadays no. as far as a nutrition standpoint. Back when Pluto was the planet still too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things you hear on there. Like a lot of people would say, you know, a lot of those things you don't even need. Like vegetables are all you need in some cases or right. gluten's bad. You know, yeah, <laughs> all of this stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, quite interesting. That and you know, it's kind of questionable if some of the jokes and some of the things they said during the show might not be considered uh, outdated now. Yeah, well, I mean, some of the way they did the uh, what is it, the refrigerator scene? Some of the lines maybe given would probably hmm. not were were kind of suggestive and probably not be taken well <laughs> in today's I have to uh, go back and watch it. It's been a while. Yeah. Interesting. But of course, they could have kept the veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit song. And now it lives would, on at Cosmic Rewind. I was going to say, that would have made Quill happy. Right. Speaking of Epcot in that area right over there, we alluded to this in, our, in the last episode where James was talking about sitting in their uh, connections eatery. Ah, yes. Before lunch, but cast members are restricting access to guests sitting there that are just trying to get out of the heat and not actually eat or drink something from Connections Eatery. How dare they? Which, like, you can literally just walk in there, so I get why people would want to be like, hey, let's just sit here for a while and chill. But if you're actually (laughs) going through the line getting food and you have nowhere to sit... Well, I don't know if chill is the proper word. It'd probably be more like, let's go from 104 to about 90 based on what they're setting the air at now. Yeah. Just slight relief in comparison. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. No, but I get why they're doing that. That makes sense. But I wonder, though, if they're going to stop you from sitting down if you don't have food at all or if some of your party's waiting in line is that okay or is this like a nope you gotta wait till you get food before you can sit down kind of thing Mm, i don't know i just think that if they catch it they probably would say like are you waiting on your food get up if you just say yes and lie about it you probably they probably wouldn't bother you no there's always ways though well i don't yeah then again i think they discourage reserving tables so they probably want you to have your food before you sit down i think i remember seeing that somewhere so yeah well anyway that's happening until the popularity dies down that will happen yeah and i think it's right next to guardians so that's another reason why it's going to be really popular right another reason why it's busy Speaking of Guardians, I can't remember if I said this on the previous episode or not, but um, I fully expect the boarding groups to be gone sooner rather than later just because of how efficient it's been running. Yeah. I mean, there's been times reported, like if you don't get the morning group, like the 1 o'clock boarding group, you never heard this with Rice, the 1 o'clock boarding group would be open for like as early, there'd be groups available for like 15 minutes for the 1 o'clock boarding groups so in a sense i like the boarding groups because it is so much easier to get oh yeah and 
the you kind of hold a spot in not really hold a spot in line but you kind of it's almost like a lightning lane even though you're waiting 40 45 minutes to get on it Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like you have a time that you can go and do it and Mm -hmm. as i've proved you don't have to go during that hour window that your group is called you can just show up and you'll get in most likely most likely i'm still overall against the idea of boarding groups being your only opportunity to ride something right i guess in this instance it's not your only opportunity you could also buy your way in if as long as that's available right of course you can buy your way in as far as like the system of like being able to reserve your time heck why don't they just do everything with the boarding group well and just narrow it, you know, that'll that'll thin the boarding group times out, and then uh, that would be too efficient, though. Probably. I do like it, though, in the sense that you have it, and you're not going to have to wait four hours in line for... Which I you know you're pretty much guaranteed to ride. Right. And I don't think you ever would wait four, four hours for this, but it'd probably get up to two, at least, throughout the Whereas, day. Whereas, from what I can tell with Lightning Lane, they're really strict. Like, you better not miss that time, they better not miss that window. Yeah. I you'd probably have to beg <laughs> or you'd have to go like to guest services and well, you could get I it. Mean, I gave you an example when I was at Coronado. I mean, it's kind of sad because you know, the reason why she said this was because it happened so frequently. She thanked me for not yelling <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about right. the situation that especially I had with my lightning. Especially if you're I mean, paying I, for you it. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is kind of funny that a free virtual queue, you can show up any time of the day and they'll let you in. But if you pay for the lightning lane for a specific window and you don't show up during that window and you show up later, they're going to like not let you in. That is kind of yeah. funny that, that you paid, literally paid for this one and they won't let you in. You get the other one for free, man, eh, come right down in. Because you're not cutting the line, you're just waiting in the standby essentially. But there you go. that's the reason why. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I just found earlier what I was talking about that was different about Hoop to Do. It wasn't anything too terribly major, but it says they removed their trademark buckets from the food service and replaced them with generic skillets. That's what it was. Oh, that's right, because they used to just dump it in buckets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. They did do away with that. I knew there was something they changed. I had It took me a minute to find it, though. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, this is right the end of the world. No. I did see a 50th anniversary collection 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea t-shirt that looks pretty cool. Just the fact that it's a classic tea, you know, a classic attraction tea. Yeah, they do keep churning out some merch here and there, and you're like, every now and then I see something, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know they did that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that we kind of touched on last week was that James saw it, the demolition of the Spirit of Aloha... Yeah. Area of Polynesian. Yeah, they're ready to build this tower like <laughs> soon. They're gonna be like Oh of course. They're they're gonna be working on doing that because they're gonna be able to launch this and charge more. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I really wonder, you know, I I had heard on another podcast the possibility of they, they mentioned another monorail stop and I'm like, that seems awfully short distance for that. But then I got to looking at where it actually is in comparison to the grand and I'm like, you know what? I don't rule out the possibility that they might not do another monorail stop right there. It'd be a short, it'd be pretty short in comparison to some of the others, but it's, it's no shorter than say from the grand to magic kingdom. I mean, to be quite honest, you would think it would be shorter than that, but it's really not. Yeah. I guess you could do a DVC slash wedding pavilion monorail stop. Well, I didn't even have to, they'll do it. They would do it solely for the DVC. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying it's close to the... It's very close to the wedding pavilion at that point. I know Luau Cove is on Polly's resort property, but it was... Anyone who ever went to it before knows that it was still a pretty good hike from where you would normally like the regular resort area (laughs) to get to it. If you'd ever gone to it before, you know it was a decent walk, even though it all looks somewhat close together. It would be similar to, say, a Riviera sitting that close to Caribbean, right? That used to be Caribbean Beach, right? Right. It'd be like the, it'd be like a separate DVC that's that close to another resort. Yeah. So I, it would probably have its own food in that area as well. And again, I don't rule out the possibility of a monorail stop. I'm not saying it will, but I don't rule it out because the people from that building are probably going to have to walk a little further than even if you were, say, staying at Pago Pago or Morea to get to the main ceremonial house i mean that they were talking even longer than that distance wise and do you really want to do that to your people that are going to be paying what you're going to pay for dvc well look at how so, far the grand floridians building is from the monorail that's ridiculous uh are you talking about the dvc building yeah the dvc i think this would be further I think okay it would. maybe i mean it's it's still far the grand floridian one is far well even when okay let's give an example contemporary when they put they built theirs they at least they built a walkway, yeah, com- adjoining right, the, the two buildings to the monor- like to the right because they the, knew that they needed to do something. Well, it's not <laughs> the same level as the monorail, but it's the the main concourse area. No, it's not the same level. I thought it was. You have to go up to get. To I thought monorail. it was. I thought where that one came across was at the same level as monorail, though. It's not. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's the same level as the gift shop and the. Whatever, you have to go up a level to get to the plat- monorail platform. Hmm, okay. Like, because that's Chef Mickey's and all that is on four, and that's where you have to go up to get to the monorail platform, I believe. Anyway, still, it's like, yeah, it's way more convenient. It's a covered walkway that gets you right into the main building versus, you know, this long... It is still covered at the Grand Floridian, but it is a long walk <laughs> to the main right. building. When I've been looking at the pictures here lately, and by the time this actually gets released, it may already be gone, but I've noticed that the demolition of that area, the things that have been demolished thus far are really just the seating area. The stage is still, for whatever reason, they haven't, they've like left that for last. I don't know if there's a reason behind it. So they started with the seating area, but the stage is still there. If you look at the photo, I could point out to you where the stage is. (laughs) Like the stage where they did the show is still there for some reason. I don't know if it's just randomly how they chose to do it but they kind of like they started from the back of the building and move forward Hmm. and at this point the stage is still standing roof and all that's that part that's still standing right there i'm still standing (laughs) yep and what's funny is you know with all that shrubbery like the trees and stuff anytime you'd ride the monorail and ride by there i would never even think about the fact that oh that's luau cove there i mean you know i I would just never would have thought about that until now that it's being demolished and all knocked down, now you see it clear as day. You could probably see the stage from the monorail, probably. So that would be a different perspective. All right. Well, we should wrap this up. Any other stories you can think of? Comments to want to make? Any other last? I could probably minute? think of tons of things if I really wanted to. Well, don't think of one in this. Let's go with it. <laughs> you just want me to do one thing? You got a minute and a half. <laughs> It's a glorious three-hour finale. <laughs> did we mention about the wish coming in? I don't oh, think yeah, we, we that watched it come in. Yeah, came into port. Yeah. And now it's left again, I think, because they had some issues. 
because they've, oh, yeah. what was they've the had issue? like two failed test cruises at this point. <laughs> Yikes. Well, they got to get straightened out. Yeah. Well, July 14th is supposed to be the, the first official sailing. Yeah. Let's see. What was it? The second test cruise uh, was canceled. It was set for the 24th, which probably by the time you listen to this was approximately a week ago, was canceled. The sources indicate that it's facing a number of challenges for some reason, uh, getting it ready for sale. Man, it's like, you know, it's almost like the only thing that Disney has put together in the last couple of years that's actually worked like it was supposed to has been Guardians. <laughs> yeah, right. I was thinking that Guardians has been the smoothest so far, it's knock weird. on wood, of anything they've done recently in the last yeah. three, four years. Yeah. Well, it's almost like they took their time with it. Some of this other stuff they tried to hurry up and get out or... Well, the weird thing is, though, like Ratatouille, right? Yeah. They took their time with it, but it didn't, it's not very reliable it's, compared to. Right. And it was, it, what doesn't make sense there is it was the exact same ride as something that already exists. Why are they having the issues? Yeah. I don't get it. Go figure. Well, let's wrap this news thing up by saying you can, if you want to, visit Disney or Universal or Disney Cruise and you need some guidance along the way, we have a travel agent friend that can help you book and give you tips and advice. Her name is Jill Dilbeck, and her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. You can also go to our website. There's a link there for that and many more things, travelingofthemouse.com. Email address, podcast at travelingofthemouse.com. And where else are we found? We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store in which you can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise. And, of course, we do have a YouTube channel. That is TWTM Podcast as well. You can search that. The latest video I had up there was, of course, the Ride on Guardians. And I actually added an Everest video, but I'm not really pleased with the quality. So I think I'm going to take it down and replace it with a better quality of that video. Um, I tried to do it strictly from the phone. So you can find that. That's it. So for John, this has been Adam and Traveling with the Mouse. And we hope you will join us on our next trip. Bye.